This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica. Here, you'll be indulged by listening to your daily dose of erotica from us, directly to your ear. Sit back and listen while your imagination run wild, as we take you on a different experience every episode. Today, we have a special treat for you. A three-part special from our friend from our slash, Erotic Literature, gave us a chance to experience how to leave in a co-ed dormitory, along with a co-ed bathroom. Relax as we listen to our friend's erotic stories. This story is posted by user Vivicasno from our slash Erotic Literature. The title of this post is, Co-ed Come Buddies, Sit Back and Enjoy the Story. When I heard the college I got accepted to still had co-ed dorms. I was pumped, not only because that meant I'd live close to some potentially hot girls, but also because hopefully I'd get to see them naked in the co-ed showers. I realized that the whole point of co-ed showers was to desexualize the human body. But to a guy fresh out of high school and with very little female experience under his belt this was a dream come true. I did all my paperwork, got assigned my dorm, and moved in. I was ready to meet new people and get naked with them for what would become my most memorable, adventurous years of my life. Wild and scandalous fantasies raced through my mind faster than cars at the Indy 500. My freshman year was the opposite of that. While the dorms were co-ed, and I happened to live across the hall from a pair of cute girls, they kept to themselves, as did everyone on our floor. My roommate was a sports guy and never wanted to hang out. The showers were co-ed, but there was an official schedule that most people adhered to. From 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. the women were scheduled for the top of the hour, and men were scheduled at the 30-minute mark. Any time after 10 a.m. was open to whoever. This meant that unless you went during one of the transitional periods your only shot at seeing someone of the opposite sex was during open shower time when most people were at class so that was a bust. Even if you were lucky enough to bump into someone worth looking at. They had almost always donned a towel by then. That's not to say I didn't catch a nipple here or there but it was not the salacious porn fantasy I was expecting. On the off chance that the stars aligned and someone attractive was in there with me it didn't matter. There was an unwritten rule that you stayed facing the shower head so that your back faced the traffic areas. When finished, you would grab your towel and cover up before heading back to your room, assuming you didn't change before you left the showers. As a horny teenager I tried literally every time slot multiple times. I wanted to find the absolute best time to accidentally bump into cute girls. In reality, there was no best time because things just never got crazy. Maybe everyone else was just more mature than me and didn't want things to get wet and wild. I wasn't entirely alone. The topic came up while my roommate and I were watching the infamous shower scene in Starship Troopers. We both agreed that it would be awesome to be as comfortable as they were. But neither of us had the guts to do much about it. Instead, we shifted to talking about the girls we thought were hot and would most like to see. My roommate had nicknames for the girls he liked usually something about their appearance because we didn't know their names and were too socially awkward to ask. Eventually I adopted some of the nicknames too, just so we had something to talk about. A woman we called Triple B, busty, blue-eyed brunette, was my favorite. I had spotted her several times in the halls, a few times coming or going from the showers, but never had the nerve to talk to her. I realize in hindsight how idiotic it is to want to have crazy, unabashed sex with someone but not having the courage to speak to them. It's not my fault I was horny and terrified at the same time. 
Not that any of it mattered because it was all a dumb fantasy anyway. One that I was confident I would never experience. That didn't stop me from thinking about it though. With careful planning I had arranged my schedule so I didn't have a class till 2pm on Mondays. This allowed me to stay up late on Saturday and Sunday without worrying about being tired. That time would have been great for extra credit projects or additional studies but mostly I just played video games. As such, I had gotten into the habit of waking up around 9.45am on Mondays and making use of the mostly empty 10am open shower time before I went to breakfast. Like many Mondays before, I woke up with my alarm at 9.45 and crawled out of bed. My roommate was already gone, which wasn't unusual. I grabbed my towel, my bottle of body wash, shampoo, all-around man cleaner, put on my flip-flops and flip-flopped my way to the showers. The last of the 9.30am men were leaving as I arrived and I was alone. As per usual, it was kinda nice being able to shower in peace like that without some dude making prison jokes. The shower area had six stalls, three on each side of the room. Each stall had to walls about six feet high on either side and a shower curtain at the back. Being as tall as I was, I could see over the stall walls, but just barely, and usually not enough to get a glance at anything worth looking at. I went to the stall on the far left because it had recently been replaced and had the best heat and water pressure. I was told they planned on replacing the others at some point but it had been over a month and there was no progress. I hung my dry towel on the hook outside the stall, pulled back the shower curtain and stepped in once the water was warm enough. Another benefit of showering later in the day was that I didn't have to rush. A long, warm shower was basically my cup of coffee for the day, and if I didn't get it I was always cranky. I spent a few minutes just enjoying the heat as it poured over my body in a steady stream. To my surprise, I heard flip-flops plot and after a few minutes. It wasn't strange to have someone else around when I was, but it was definitely uncommon. I didn't bother to check who it was. It's not like I was friends with many people on this floor anyway. The squeak of a turning shower handle echoed through the room. About 30 seconds later it turned off. Odd, I thought. Maybe they forgot something in their dorm. I heard the flip-flops plot over. Then another squeak, this time in the stall across from mine. My back was facing whoever it was, and I suddenly wondered if I shut the curtain all the way or if they would get a good look at my butt. Not that it mattered. That was kind of the point of a co-ed shower. To desexualize the human body. Roughly 30 seconds later the water behind me stopped and the flip-flops continued to the stall next to me. With a big glob of all-purpose man cleaner, I lathered my head and beard, using the excess soap to cover my body. There was a squeak of a rotating shower handle and the rush of water in the stall next to me. As I lathered some soap dripped over my eyelids, forcing me to keep them closed. Ugh, seriously. A female voice protested. Is there no hot water? Did you take it all? The voice asked me, upset but clearly poking fun. I leaned forward and let the water splash over my face, trying to rinse the soap from my eyes. If you get here late, they sometimes run out of hot water. This one just got replaced. So it works great, I said, scrubbing my scalp and trying to clear the soap from my eyes. I felt a change in the water pressure and a faint spray on my face as if someone had put their fingers in front of the shower head. Wow, yours is warm. Move over, I'm coming in, she said. What? I asked. There's no way I heard that correctly. With my eyes still pressed shut I heard my shower curtain slide open behind me, whether or not it was parted open before. She definitely got a look at my butt now. I felt a small hand push against my back gently pushing me toward the stall wall to make room for another human in the enclosed space. I heard the shower curtain slide back into place and finished wiping soap and water out of my eyes. I was facing the stall wall with my back to whoever had just entered. 
but the fact that I knew it was a woman made my heart pound in my chest. Sorry to barge in on you like this but I have an interview in 30 minutes and can't go in smelling like a wild beast. She said, because of the close confines of the shower stall I felt us touching. It was brief, but we kept bumping into each other as we tried to fit together in the tiny stall. I still had no idea who it was but the fact that I was naked and lightly brushing against her was enough to send a rush of blood down south. Don't get a boner, don't get a boner. Don't get a boner I thought, even going as far as to push my hips forward so my dick was pressed against the cold ceramic tile. You don't mind, do you? She asked, her voice as innocent as if she asked to sit next to me in class. Not at all, I said, though in my mind I was thinking holy shit is this really happening. Stay cool, she's just trying to clean up before her interview. Don't be a tool. Does that wall have something interesting to say? The woman asked me. Huh, you're, like, practically kissing the wall. She said. By the sound of her voice she was facing me. Which meant if I turned around I'd totally see her. Full frontal. I turned around, partially because I didn't want to look weird and partially because I wanted to see her naked. Mostly because I wanted to see her naked. Entirely because I wanted to see her naked. As I turned my eyes went right over her head, and looked over to the next stall because of how short she was. I looked down. Triple B I thought, but somehow the words came out of my mouth as a whisper. Standing in front of me was none other than busty blue-eyed brunette. She had a perfect hourglass figure. Large, firm breasts that hovered above a tiny waist that swooped into thick hips. Sir Mix a lot would have been proud of me. She looked up at me with those big blue eyes and ran both of her hands through that long brown hair. Pulling it all to one side. Everything was on display and she wasn't even mildly ashamed. So hot. She looked down at her own chest. Triple D's actually. Triple B isn't even a size. She said as if we were discussing shoe sizes. My mistake, I said, trying not to drool over her. Wait, did she really say triple D's? I wasn't sure if that was a real size either. But with how large hers were I totally believed it. She looked down. Six inches, she asked. I couldn't help but laugh. It felt like she was ribbing me for calling her out on her bra size. Even though I wasn't trying to. Give or take, I said, attempting to exude a confidence I definitely didn't have. I looked down and realized I was hard as a rock. I felt my face heat up with embarrassment. She didn't seem to mind. Well, which is it? Give or take? She asked and something about the way she said it told me we weren't talking inches anymore. She kneeled down. Holy shit, was she going to blow me? This could not be happening, there was no way my life could be going this awesome. She came face to face with my swollen shaft. The tip was pointed right at her and a few mere inches away. So close I could feel her breath. She stared into my eyes with the barest hint of a smirk on her face. With one of her delicate hands she reached down between my legs and grabbed the bottle of all-purpose man soap that was between my heels. I'll say give because we don't have a ruler to dispute it. I said. Smart man, she replied, squeezing a dollop of my soap into her palm and sudsing up her hair. Since I was already clean, I didn't really have anything to do. I assumed she'd probably not appreciate it if I started masturbating furiously in front of her. So that was off the table. Instead, I just watched. She spent a good deal of time on her hair, scrubbing her scalp thoroughly in a way that made her breast jiggle ever so slightly. I stared. If she didn't expect me to look she wouldn't have climbed into the shower with me to begin with. Once she saw my eyes were fixated on her chest her soapy hands moved down her neck into them. She lathered the bright white foam over her creamy white breasts. I felt my pulse pounding in my cock. Her hands slid down her body further, following the line of her hips before sliding over and between her thighs. She slid both hands up to clean her vagina, 
then allowed her fingers to slide back up her flat stomach and under her breasts, plumping them up before letting them fall into place with a satisfying bounce. Good Lord Triple B was hot. Her hands slid up from her breasts and to her shoulders as she turned around. I watched as water and soap dripped down her petite, curvy frame. My dick was so hard it was starting to hurt. She finished her rotation so that her back faced me, glistening wet but soapless. Get my back, she asked. Absolutely, I said, stepping forward and putting out my hand for her to give me the soap. I think there's plenty on me already, she said as she dropped the bottle into the stall next to us and separated her legs about shoulders width apart as she pushed her but toward me, almost close enough to touch my raging boner. I practically came right then and there. I reached out and touched her shoulders, slathering the foamy suds down onto her shoulder blades and pushing my thumbs into the muscles on either side of her spine like a massage. Because her back was facing the water, and water was splashing off of me, the soap I gathered from her shoulders washed away quickly, so fast that I didn't even have time to get past her shoulder blades. I reached around her body again, this time pulling a dollop of foam from her flat stomach and pulling it around to massage her lower back and work my way up her spine. She swayed her hips ever so slowly and let out a satisfied moan. It wasn't a sexual moan, more relaxed and appreciative, but it caused a rush of blood to my shaft anyway. It was so hard I thought my dick would pop like a water balloon. White suds trailed down her body and over her curves, washing away and forcing me to get another dollop if I was going to keep cleaning her. I got brave. She hadn't responded negatively to anything thus far, so I had no reason to believe she would switch gears now. I reached around her ribs and slid my hands under her breasts, cupping them one in each hand. They were humongous and heavy. I mean, I'm a big guy with pretty big hands but they were handfuls of soft, firm boob-like that I'd never felt before. As my fingers traced over her nipples I felt them perk up under my touch and she let out another moan. This time it was sexual. I couldn't take it anymore. I let out a stiff breath and gripped her breasts, pulling her body back into me so that her round, but sandwiched against my hard cock. She let out a bit of a surprised yelp, which turned into a groan as I released one of her heavy breasts long enough to line up the tip of my cock between her legs, sliding it over her body till I found what I wanted, and shoved the tip inside her before returning my hand to her chest. Her hand shot forward against the shower wall, and I lifted my hips to penetrate her fully, staring down past her round but and watching as my raging boner disappeared inside her. Holy shit was she tight. About time, she moaned, looking over her shoulder at me with a grin. I wasn't entirely sure what that meant, but I knew it was a green light. I kneaded her breasts firmly as I slid myself back far enough that only my tip was still inside her before reversing the motion and going as deep as I could. She gave me a mischievous grin as my pace quickened, pumping her impossibly tight vagina as best I could at our awkward angle. Not that standing doggy was a bad position. I wasn't going to protest, but our height difference in the small space made it clumsy. That wasn't going to stop me from having a good time though. I continued to rock my hips back and forth, working my shaft inside her over and over as I played with her magnificent breasts. She kept her hands on the stall wall, pushing away from it so my thrusting didn't press her against the cold ceramic. I felt my swollen balls slapping between her legs and was slightly embarrassed by them. But I wasn't about to screw up this opportunity. I heard flip-flops enter the shower area, accompanied by someone whistling careless whisper by George Michael. Thanks to my height I was tall enough to see over the stall. It was a guy I didn't recognize wearing a towel, and spinning a blue loofah around his finger. We made eye contact as he stepped toward one of the stalls. I made no effort to slow down on his behalf. He raised an eyebrow, hearing the noises coming from my stall. 
Dude, beat it in your own room, he said, shaking his head at me. As if to prove him wrong, Triple B let out a moan and told me to go faster. The guy's eyes widened, then he grinned and gave me finger guns before turning around and leaving the shower area. You're incredible, I said, still working myself into this mystery woman despite the brief interruption. I was having the time of my life but try as I might I wasn't getting very good penetration. Maybe two or three inches tops. It still felt amazing but if this would be the one and only time I ever got to do this I wanted it to be perfect. If nothing else, I wanted Triple B to remember me fondly and maybe want to hook up again. I slipped myself out of her and she immediately looked back at me as if to ask if something was wrong. I released her breasts and placed my palms on her hips, turning her around to face me. I got lost for a moment staring at that beautiful rack. So long that she asked me what was wrong. I licked my lips and reached down, sliding my right hand down her left thigh and around to cup the back of her knee. I lifted her knee as high as it would go, keeping my grip to help her balance on one foot as I adjusted myself to enter her from this new angle. She understood what I was trying to do and eagerly worked with me to figure out logistics. We were to smart young college students, and people have been having sex since the dawn of time, I was pretty sure we'd find a way to make it work. Try as we might, however, the angle was not working. The shower space was too tight, our height difference too significant for a one-legged standing bang. I kept pulling her leg in different ways, moving myself into different angles and manhandling my manhood to try and make it work but it just wasn't going to. Let's go back to how we were, she said. She could tell I was frustrated. Then I did something that surprised us both. Maybe it was the adrenaline of the situation. Maybe it was some sort of perk of being the horniest man on the planet at that moment. I reached down with both hands, grabbed her butt, lifted her into the air, and pressed her back on the ceramic wall as I lined myself up between her legs. She got the idea immediately and wrapped her calves around my butt while placing her hands on my shoulders for support. It took me a second to find it. But once I was lined up I shoved myself inside her balls deep on the first push, shoving my hips against hers hard and pinning her to the wall as I held her aloft in my arms. Her jaw dropped and an adorable little squeak came from her mouth as she rested her forehead on my shoulder. I didn't waste any time before I started to pump into her again, this time with the entire length of my cock instead of just the first few inches. I felt her nails dig into the back of my neck and was pretty sure they'd leave a mark, but I didn't care one bit. My steady pumping quickly turned into thrusting, which before long turned to pounding. I was so damn horny I was going to bang her brains out if I had to. I felt her massive breasts shifting against my chest, a strange and wonderful sensation as they tried to bounce and jiggle, but were squished against me too tight to do so. She looked up at me with hungry eyes. She wanted it as much as I did. I looked down at her jiggling breasts, wanting desperately to hold them, but I knew I needed both hands to hold her up. In a way it made things more exciting. It fed my unbridled desire for something I couldn't have at that moment. I felt one of her hands slide down my back and grip my butt hard. Her teeth were clenched together as she looked up at me, giving my ass a smack like I was a horse she was trying to encourage to go faster. I did. Something interesting happened. I had seen this sort of thing in porn before, but was realistic enough to know it wasn't common. As I sped up my pace, pinning Triple B to the shower stall, and hammering the last few inches of my cock inside her. Her face contorted. Her jaw slowly dropped and one of her eyes closed. Her grip on my butt and behind my head tightened and her thighs tensed up. This tension built with each of my pumps and grew until her head rocked back and she let out a long, gasping moan. Her thighs quivered and shook in my hands and I felt her vagina constrict around my shaft over and over. With my dick alone, I brought her to an orgasm. To say I was proud would be an understatement. 
I was ecstatic, elated. I felt like a god. I felt myself swell up even more. If that were possible, and knew my orgasm was close to, I put my forehead on her shoulder, panting down on her breasts and watching them move with my actions. The sound of our hips smacking together, our hungry moans, and the occasional booty smack were loud enough that you could hear us down the hall. Oh well, I thought. I wasn't about to screw up the best moment of my life with the hottest girl I'd ever seen because of that. Holding her aloft and pounding deep inside her, I felt my legs wobble and my toes curl as a surge of pleasure welled up inside me. I knew I was at the point of no return. With a final burst of vigor I slammed my cock inside her as fast as I could. A gesture she seemed to appreciate, and my thick hot spurts of sperm filled her almost immediately. With how wet it was and how wobbly my legs had become I didn't want to risk falling. I managed one final pump, pinning her to the wall with my hips. She rested on my twitching cock as my orgasm ran its course and continued to pump my seat inside her body. Her fingers gently scratched the back of my head as we both basked in the moment. Her legs were still wrapped tight around my hips and she seemed perfectly content sitting on my hard shaft as my sperm trickled out of her. We both opened our eyes at the same time and looked at each other. Forehead to forehead, her cheeks were flushed, and I smiled. She smiled back, caressing the back of my head as we both caught our breath. I'm Aubrey by the way, she said nonchalantly. I laughed out loud, which made my still hard shaft twitch inside her. I'm Jeff. Nice to meet you, I said back. She gave me a big grin and held up her hand for me to shake it. I did, then reluctantly set her back down on the ground, exited her, and let my tired shaft slap against my leg as it fell. Wanna hang out sometime? She asked, looking up at me with those stunning blue eyes. Yeah, I guess we could go to a movie or something. I said, playing it off as no big deal like she clearly was. Perfect. I'm dorm for 109, come by any time. She said, staring up at me for a moment. She then quickly kneeled down and opened her mouth, taking my semi-hardness into it effortlessly and sucking gently up my entire length until I left her mouth with a pop. After such an intense orgasm, the additional stimulation was almost enough to make me keel over. She licked her lips, gave the tip a kiss and stood up. Well, I'd say you're all clean now. Have a nice day. I watched as she exited the shower, wrapped herself in a towel, and went back to her dorm. That was one of the hottest shower sex I've ever heard. I admire him, knowing how hard shower sex is sometimes. Sit still as we listen on how they continue their hot story in part two of Coed Combuddies. A few days ago I had a surprise encounter with the hottest girl I'd ever seen. Up until that encounter, I had never met her. We passed each other in the halls, but didn't take any classes together. So I never really had the chance to speak to her. My roommate Ashton labeled her Triple B because she was a busty, blue-eyed brunette. Ashton had objective nicknames for all the 7-Up girls. Anyone he considered at least a 7 or better on the hot scale. What a charmer. Despite his blatant womanizing and complete disrespect to the female gender, I was stuck with him and tried to make the best of it. Triple B was always my favorite of his 7-Up girls. And as luck would have it, she wound up in my stall one morning to shower. We go to one of the few colleges that still allows co-ed showering in an effort to desexualize the human body. Ironically, all I could think about when I found out about the co-ed showers was how many naked girls I'd get to see and have sex with. My early college career had no such luck. The shower scheduling and busy workload meant there was no salacious sex fantasies to live out. Not until Triple B came along. Damn it, look at me using Ashton's stupid name. Her real name is Aubrey. I found that out after she ended up in my shower stall 
and we banged each other's brains out. If you haven't heard that story I recommend you go find it. It's a doozy. Anyway, I'm not one to kiss and tell so I kept it to myself the past few days and have been waiting for a chance to meet her again. She gave me her dorm number. 409, but I hadn't mustered the courage to knock. I wanted to see her in the halls and at least try to be friendly before implying I wanted another booty call. I'd be lying if I told you I didn't want one. I was busy playing Stardew Valley on my PC when Ashton burst through the door behind me. Dude, how could you not tell me? He said, throwing his backpack onto his pile of clothes in the corner of the room. Tell you what, you boned some chick in the showers. Who told you that? I asked. I knew for a fact I had told no one. Was Aubrey talking about it? Sam in my trig class. He said he saw you in the showers the other day and he thought you were jerking it but then some chick shouted out harder. Harder or some shit. Is that true? Why was Sam looking at me in the showers? I asked. Don't dodge me, dude, what happened? I suddenly felt anxious. My heartbeat quickened and my face flushed hot. In hindsight, I'm not sure why. I wasn't embarrassed about it. I guess I didn't want any rumors going around about me or Aubrey. I always thought it a cruel injustice that if a guy gets some tail he's a stud. But if a girl does, then she's a slut. Whatever, it's not a big deal. I said, going back to my game. It's absolutely a big deal. If some chick is putting out, then I want to know about it. Sam's full of shit, I said, trying to look unfazed. Ashton stared at me for a moment. You're full of shit. Who was it? Did you get her number? Was she hot or was it, like, a pity fuck? Come on day man, lay off. What? I'm happy for you, man, proud even. Maybe a little jealous. Depends who it was. He stared at me a moment longer. Fine, whatever, I'll figure it out. Ashton said, grabbing a monster out of our mini fridge and firing up Call of Duty on our TV. He always played too loud and swore at the ten-year-old kids that kicked his ass. Sometimes it was funny, mostly it was just annoying. I decided to go for a walk. I was used to walking alone. But with Aubrey so firmly planted in my mind at the moment, I really wanted to see if she'd go with me. A knot was forming in my gut. A knot of uncertainty. I didn't want her to think I was ignoring her or that the sex was just a one-time thing for me. I also didn't want to come off like Ashton, a raging douche that planned to hit it and quit it. While I didn't have Aubrey's phone number, I had her dorm number. She was so friendly when we met. I doubted she'd mind if I swung by to get her number. Maybe I could ask her to grab a cup of coffee with me or something. Go for a walk around the campus. Yikno, normal people stuff. Just because I pumped her full of my sperm on our first meeting doesn't mean I can't be a gentleman about it. I arrived at dorm for 109 and stared at the numbers for a long moment. For some reason I was nervous. I was just going to ask her to go for a walk with me. It's not like I was going to ask for round two. Even if she was busy, I couldn't make a fool of myself by simply asking for a walk. The worst thing that could happen was she'd say no and I'd keep walking by myself. I took a few deep breaths, gathering my courage, and raised my hand to knock on the door. It opened before my knuckles made contact. Oh, hello, I said as a cute Indian girl with green eyes stepped into the threshold. Her eyes bulged, and she put her hand to her chest. Startled. Oh God, you scared me, she said, bursting into an awkward laugh. Who are you? I'm Jeff. I'm here too, uh, is Aubrey here? Jeff. She stared at me for a second and her forehead crinkled as she tried to work something out in her mind. Her eyes lit up. Oh, Jeff, she said, and a mischievous grin spread across her face. Yeah, Jeff, I said, feeling stupid. Good thing I'm going to class then. I don't need to hear any of that. She said, walking past me with a wink. Seems like Aubrey told her about me, 
It's not like that, I was actually just going to ask her to go for a walk. I said, sure Jeff, she said, holding back a smirk as she walked away. I felt self-conscious, but there was nothing I could do. I just hoped I wasn't coming across like Ashton. With the door wide open, I poked my head in and saw Aubrey laying belly down on her bed and facing away from me, talking on her phone. I awkwardly stepped into the dorm and let the door shut behind me. She didn't notice. Mom, seriously, Netflix is not that hard. I can buy you a little device that plugs right into your TV, and you can watch anything you want. You don't have to wait for regularly scheduled programming anymore. She said into the phone, unaware of my presence. She was wearing a tight tank top and volleyball shorts, neither of which left much to the imagination. I'd already seen her naked, but her curvy frame was still an exciting eyeful. I stepped wide of her bed, intending to penetrate her peripheral vision without startling her. I even started waving my hand to get her attention. Once I finally did, her eyes widened and lit up as if excited to see me. She waved emphatically and did something that almost made my jaw hit the floor. She casually wiggled her volleyball shorts down her thighs and motioned for me to come onto the bed. I'm telling you, it's all one remote. You get to look through thousands of shows and movies and can watch them all on demand. I'm not allowing you to be a dinosaur anymore. She said into the phone as if I wasn't there in her bear but wasn't facing me. I swallowed hard. Was she messing with me right now? She has to be messing with me. This kind of stuff only happens in porn. Not real life. After my hesitation, she looked over her shoulder at me and put her hand over the receiver. What's wrong? She whispered. She removed her hand and turned her attention back to the phone. Nothing mom, I didn't say anything. Keep talking. I swallowed hard again. I was in a literal state of shock. My brain was practically short-circuiting as I tried to process what was happening. Aubrey looked at me again and pointed down at my crotch, then made a fist and motioned as if she were giving a blowjob, even using her tongue to push the inside of her cheek. It felt like she was asking if I needed help to get started. I couldn't believe any of it. I thought I was dreaming. Sensing my hesitation, she waved me closer. I shook my head to snap myself out of my trance and stepped forward. She fumbled with my belt with her free hand, and I got my act together and helped her. You won't even have to manage the account. I'll set you up with mine. You literally just have to plug it in and watch TV. She said. She tugged my pants down and smiled as my hardening cock sprung out toward her. I was still in shock. My throat was dry. I couldn't really accept that it was all happening. But I wasn't about to stop her either. With her long, pink tongue, she licked her lips and took my semi-hard cock into her mouth sucking gently while listening to her mother talk on the phone. I looked over at the door to make sure it was closed. It would be a major boner killer if somebody walking by saw what was happening and poked their head in to comment. I moaned as she sucked gently and bobbed her head up and down my cock. To my dismay, she pulled her face off as soon as I did. No, I didn't say anything. It was the TV, she said, then quickly put a finger to her lips to shush me. Though she had a smile on her face, I pinched my forefinger and thumb together sliding them over my lips in a zipping motion. She continued. I closed my eyes and let my head rock back as her warm mouth slid up and down my cock, popping off to quickly say something to her mom before returning to me. Her tongue wiggled under the belly of my cock and tickled in a way that I had to bite my fist to stay quiet. She winked up at me and wiggled her tongue faster. It was like she was trying to make me crack and break our cover. As I grew fully hard and my hormones starting firing on all cylinders, I gently shifted my hips back and forth, pushing my cock into her mouth like I was having sex with it. I hit the back of her throat a few times but she didn't even blink. She just took it like a champ. 
Eventually my desire surpassed the amount of attention her mouth could give while still talking. So I pulled my cock out of her throat and climbed onto the bed behind her, even though it was definitely happening. I had trouble believing it. She arched her back and pushed that round, perky but into the air, even wiggled it for me as I straddled her thighs and lined myself up behind her. Thankfully, her saliva was more than enough lube to get me between her thighs and allow my cock head to penetrate her. She gasped as she felt it. Yes, I'm fine, mom. It's the TV, I promise, she said, looking over her shoulder at me with a smirk as I slowly pushed my bare cock deep inside her once again. It was a new position for me. I'd done doggy once, but never had a girl flat on her stomach like this before. I pushed the fabric of her tank top up and smiled at the cute little dimples on her lower back. God damn, this woman was hot. I don't know what it is about those dimples, but I love them. I supported my weight with my hands on either side of her shoulders and started to pump my hips. Once again, I was having sex with a woman I barely knew and she seemed eager to let me bare back. She put her hand over her mouth for a second as I buried my cock inside her, then quickly uncovered her mouth to respond on her phone. I have actually, so you can finally calm down, she said. Excited yelling came from the phone, so loud that she had to pull it away from her ear. I kept my pace slow so she could focus on her conversation, and maybe so I could enjoy her silky smoothness a little while longer. I said calm mother. We just met, I can't tell you much about him yet. My hips stopped while resting on her bare butt, balls deep inside her. Was she talking about me? She looked over her shoulder at me and mouthed the words what's wrong. We've been on to dates, mom, I don't know if we're getting married. This is the opposite of calm, by the way. My eyes widened. She smiled at me and mouth keep going. Yes, he's very sweet. No, we don't have any classes together. She said, carrying on as if I were playing solitaire in the corner. I shook my head and smiled. This woman. I let my weight down, pushing my cock into her a little deeper before starting my rhythmic pumping again. She made an exaggerated but silent oh yeah, and gave me a thumbs up as I continued. It felt so strange, if I'm honest. I felt like an intruder in her life, ruining what would otherwise be a pleasant conversation with her mother. Maybe I was making it better. Either way, I wasn't going to slow down or stop if she didn't want me to. I looked down at her hourglass figure and couldn't help myself. I walked my hands back to support my weight and grabbed a handful of that pail. Round booty as I watched my hard cock disappear between her thighs. The way her flesh plumped around my fingers and molded to my hand sent a rush of blood down south, making me even harder inside her. His name is J. Rogod. She smirked and covered her mouth to stop her moan. Jeff. His name is Jeff. She squeezed her eyes shut and bit her bottom lip as I pumped my hard shaft inside her, beginning to ignore her conversation as my arousal rose. At first I was timid, trying to have sex without disrupting the phone call. Now my horniness was reaching a peak, and I just wanted to empty my balls inside her. Mother be damned. I gripped her wide hips with both hands and held her tight as my pumping escalated to thrusting. My lungs struggled to keep up with me, and I started panting to compensate. As my cock disappeared between her milky thighs, I remembered how large and glorious her breasts were during our first encounter. Lying on her stomach like this, with me thrusting on top of her, I couldn't see that magnificent chest much less touch it. It was disappointing, I'll admit, but I was still balls deep inside the hottest girl I'd ever met and I was confident that would be more than enough to get me to fill her with my seed. My cock sped up, and I adjusted my knees so I could angle myself in such a way that allowed me to almost get my entire length inside her with each thrust. She glanced over her shoulder between sentences with her mother and shot me sultry smiles and pleasured nods. Aubrey was by no means fat, 
but she had a lot of booty and my hips slapping against it sent ripples that were mesmerizing to watch. I slid my hands down and around her hips to cup her pelvic bone for better leverage, digging my palms into her hips and pounding her tight vagina, intent on filling it with my sperm. In hindsight, I should have been wearing a condom. It was the responsible thing to do. She didn't seem to mind the first time I filled her up though, so I wasn't to bend out of shape about it. Panting. It's a dog on the TV, mom. What grunts? Now you're just hearing things. Aubrey said into the phone as she held back laughter. A bead of sweat dripped down my forehead and onto her back. I realized I was panting loud. I slowed down to catch my breath and Aubrey seemed disappointed. She looked back at me and mouthed everything okay. To which I nodded in reply. Tired, I whispered. She reached back with her free hand and patted my hip, telling me to get off of her. I shook my head and took a few deep breaths. I can do it, I whispered, but she shook her head and gently pushed me away. Great, I just ruined my opportunity. Good job, Jeff. I reluctantly pulled out of her and noticed just how hot my cock was. Between her warmth and our friction, I was literally radiating heat. Still hard as an iron beam, I Saturday back on the bed and looked for my pants with a dejected sigh. Aubrey pushed my chest with her free hand and put me on my back before she crawled on top of me and straddled my hips. Oh, really? Tell me about that. I want to hear everything. She said into the phone. This woman. How did I get so lucky? I moved my hips to line myself up underneath her and felt her warm. Tight vagina squeeze around my cock head once again. Her eyes fluttered as she lowered herself onto me, and I let out a soft moan, happy to be inside her once again. She placed her free hand on my chest for support as she slowly lifted and lowered her hips to get a feel for my length. Still talking to her mom on the phone with her other hand, my entire body relaxed as I caught my breath and watched this beautiful goddess ride me like we were longtime lovers. I certainly hoped we'd become longtime lovers. She was way too amazing to let go. Was our second meeting too early to propose? Maybe going bareback with her is a good thing. If she gets knocked up you have an excuse to be with her forever. Wait, what? Don't be stupid, that's a terrible reason to have a kid. Dude, the hottest, bustiest woman you've ever met is writing you. Get out of your head and enjoy the moment. Then I remembered her huge breasts. Not that I forgot, mind you, but when she was laying down I couldn't see them and even now she had a tank top on to cover them up. I reached up with both hands and cupped them, feeling their weight in my palms and squeezing them softly through her top. She wore a bra, but thankfully it wasn't padded so I still got a good feel. She smiled down at me and lifted her tank top, revealing her bountiful cleavage in a bra that looked perhaps a little small. It was one of those forward clasping ones, and to my enjoyment she followed her first reveal with another. Unclasping the front of her bra and letting those beautiful breasts free, I palmed her bare skin and noticed her nipples firm up almost immediately. Oh yeah, she spoke into the phone, but nodded down at me and gave me a wink. Even though she was steadily grinding my hard shaft at this point, all my attention was on her breasts. I jiggled them gently and pushed them together, plumping them up for my viewing pleasure. What size did she say they were again? Triple D, I think. Yeah, because I accidentally called her Ashton's nickname Triple B. And she corrected me. I made a mental note to Google if Triple D was a real size, and which celebrity shared it. Then I pinched her nipples between my thumb and forefinger, which got a shiver of excitement out of her and a mum that I couldn't tell if it was directed to me or her mom. I shamelessly stared at her breasts as I played with them. I imagined anyone would. They were enormous and perfect in every way. From all my panting, my lips feel dry. So I licked them while I kneaded her heavy chest. 
As I did, Aubrey lowered her chest down toward my face, rubbing one of her perky pink nipples along my lips. I smiled and opened my mouth, taking her nipple into it greedily and pushing her other breast toward my face, enjoying their warmth and weight like a fat kid enjoys fresh cake. I squeezed them together and hungrily lapped at them. She let out soft moans and coos above me, interspersed with responses to her mother on the phone. Her hips slowly worked up and down my shaft, and I could have sworn I felt her vagina muscles flex around me at regular intervals, like she was trying to milk the sperm from my cock and into her body. I was more than happy to let her, as I sucked on her nipples and felt her riding my shaft, clearly eager to get me to come inside her once again. A rush of arousal pulsed through me. My cock got harder and my gut fluttered a little with excitement. I couldn't help but pump my hips up into her as she rode me, trying to get as much of myself inside her as possible. Her jaw dropped slightly as I did this, and it only encouraged me to go faster. I let go of her breasts, but kept a firm suction on her nipple so she knew not to take them away from me. My hands went to her hips, and I planted my heels into her bed for better leverage. Her breasts jiggled and bumped my face as I pumped up into her. I felt her adjust herself on top of me, and then stop grinding so I could pump away beneath her. It seemed like no matter what I wanted to do, she wanted me to do it. Even during our first encounter, her whole goal seemed focused around making me come. That was hot. I slid my hands around her hips to cup her firm booty, squeezing it tight as I thrust up into her and forced her breasts to jiggle into my face. Oh God, she whispered, but her mom didn't seem to notice. I kept thrusting my cock up into her, burying it to the hilt each time making no effort to silence the slapping noises of our hips. Yeah, she asked into the phone, but she was looking down at me as she said it. The point of no return was upon me. Her eyes widened and her mouth fell open as a rush of blood turned me hard as a diamond and my thrusting turned to pounding. I felt her tight vagina muscles clench around me and sucked hard onto one of her nipples as my hips bucked without my help. Then I let out a low groan and blasted my sperm into her with reckless abandon. I wrapped an arm around her waist and squeezed her booty with the other, pounding up into her and making sure she couldn't escape my rapture. She leaned forward, practically smothering me in her breasts, and showed me she had no intention of escaping my embrace. In fact, she shifted her hips back, forcing my cock deep inside her and limiting the range of motion in my hips. That didn't stop me from trying. Even with her weight pushed back on my cock, I clenched my thighs and did my best to thrust up into her lifting her in the air with each thrust as I groaned into her breasts. Oh fuck, yeah, that's it, she whispered. Then quickly followed up with, I said, uh, whoa duck, grab it because there's a duck out my window trying to catch a butterfly. At that point I ran out of steam and relaxed into the bed, my swollen cock still twitching inside her, depositing the last few drops of my cum. I know, it's adorable, she said into the phone. As I relaxed and felt my cock throbbing in sync with my heart, she started to slowly grind her hips against me. My cock head was extra sensitive after such an intense orgasm. And I squirmed under her as she gently rode me, clenching her vagina tight when I was all the way inside her and relaxing when she reached my tip. It literally felt like she was trying to squeeze out the last few drops to keep for herself. No, I don't really have any plans today. I might meet up with that guy later. We'll see, she said as she dismounted me. My cock throbbed and my balls felt empty. It was a serene, peaceful feeling. I saw a thick white glob of my sperm trickle down her thigh as she flopped back onto her stomach like when I first arrived. I'll introduce you if he even sticks around. Like I said, we've only had to date so far. I looked down at my glistening cock as it softened, then looked at her casually laying on her bed and talking to her mom again like nothing had happened. 
I Saturday up and scooted myself off the bed, putting on my pants and gazing at her perfect body once again. She saw me ogling her and smiled, then blew me a kiss. I smiled back and wrote my dorm and phone numbers on a sticky note that I placed on her desk. She squinted at the note, unable to read what I wrote from that distance. I picked it up and handed it to her. Yeah, I think I'll be seeing more of him. I like him a lot, she said, smiling as she saw the two numbers I wrote for her before she reached back and put the sticky note on her booty. I smirked and gave that round, firm booty a parting squeeze, then left her to finish her conversation with fresh sperm dripping out of her. Don't you just love a girl who can pleasure you without missing a beat? Phone sex is one of the hottest things you can do. Hiding from someone what you're really doing. Oh, how I love it. Sit still as we listen on how they continue their hot story in the last part of Coed Combuddies. What can I get you? The acne-riddled teenager behind the counter asked. Aubrey looked at me, waiting for my response. Whatever you want, go nuts, I smiled. We want a giant bucket of popcorn, a bag of Sour Patch Kids, a small Diet Coke for me and whatever he wants to drink. She said, I'll also do a small diet, please. So that's one big bucket, one Sour Patch into small diets. The cashier asked. Make it one large diet, Aubrey said. I turned to her and smiled. This was only our third encounter. Our first date if you didn't count the two crazy sex sessions before this. Sharing a straw was pretty tame compared to what we'd done to each other. But it still suggested a level of comfort with me. And that was exactly that type of flirtatious confidence that drove me wild about her. She looked at me and shrugged. No sense wasting extra cups. Yeah, gotta help out the turtles and stuff. I agreed. The cashier gathered our things and I paid for them. The bucket was bigger than her head, but she grabbed it along with her bag of candy and soda then started eating the popcorn by bending her neck and sticking her tongue out since her hands were full. Want me to carry something? I asked. So you can steal all the fresh popcorn. Think again, mister, she said. We made our way to the theater and found our seats in the back center. Directly underneath the projector, they were the nice, big leather ones that reclined. She put our soda in the center armrest and placed the bucket of popcorn in her lap as she got cozy. Have you seen all the previous ones? I asked. God no, isn't there like nine. I honestly don't know what they're up to now. We were seeing the latest installment of Crass and Curious. A parody softcore porn, action flick starring a bunch of sex-positive hooligans as they got themselves into trouble in various ways. The movies always involve some elaborate crime, and all the hot B-list celebs get distracted by each other while trying to commit or prevent said crime. It was originally supposed to be a joke, but got so wildly popular they never stopped making them. I heard this one almost got an NC-17 rating because of the gay sex scene. I said, and you'd take innocent little me to see such a thing. I think you can handle it. I'd love to try. Double your pleasure, double your fun, right? She asked, playfully lifting her eyebrows at me. They're gay, I said. For now, she corrected, wait till I get in there. I don't think it works that way. She rolled her eyes. I know, I'm just teasing. Trying to put stuff in your head. Work with me here. Since our relationship was so new, I hadn't really got a beat on her sense of humor yet. She was always so playful and suggestive. It was hard to tell when she was being serious. Not that I minded one bit. It was just a learning curve. Have you ever been with two guys? I asked, hoping it wasn't a forward. No, have you? Only three or four times, I joked. She gasped. Did I turn you? I think you may have, I'm still trying to decide. It is a choice after all. 
Oh, of course. So I'm gonna get to see some dicks in this movie. She asked. At least two, probably more. Holla, probably plenty of boobies for you. I'm guessing. If the last one I saw is any indication, then yeah, lots of them. Better than these, she asked, cupping her breasts and jiggling them at me. Her halter top showed off a generous amount of her cleavage, and I wasn't ashamed to stare. I seriously doubt it, I said. It wasn't a lie. She had natural triple D cups on a petite frame, so they looked even larger. When I googled whether that was a real size or not, I found out it was. Naturally, I immediately googled what celebs had her cup size. And though many websites have different answers, it put her in the range of Scarlett Johansson and Sofia Vergara. Good answer, she winked, letting them go and taking a sip of soda. I was fairly confident she wore that top because of how good it made her chest look. I mean, she would look great in anything, but she knew she had a great rack and knew I loved it. She was always finding reasons to lean over or use her arms to squeeze them together and catch my eye. It drove me nuts, in a good way. The lights dimmed, and the preview started. There were only maybe five other people in the theater which was nice because then we could chat a little without me feeling too rude. The previews before crass and curious flicks were as campy and raunchy as you'd expect. We went back and forth doing our own narrations for each based on what we saw on screen. They all started within a world. In our best movie trailer guy impression and ended with some version of Coming to a blank. Near you. Coming to a sewer drain near you. Coming to a geriatric hospital. A blind and deaf convention. We got ruthless and we both laughed hard at our own jokes. Maybe it was the high of flirting that made us giddy, or the excitement of getting to know someone new and exploring their personality. She had me so smitten. I was kind of embarrassed, to tell the truth. Like, I'd been inside her twice and was trying not to let that cloud my judgment. But I was so freaking attracted to this woman my cheeks hurt from smiling. I glanced over at her and in the flickering light of the movie screen I saw a kernel of popcorn had fallen into her cleavage. I wasn't sure how to respond. I didn't want her to think I was staring at her chest the whole time, but I figured she'd also be embarrassed to have popcorn sitting there for an entire movie. I told myself that I'd already seen her naked. It wasn't like she was modest, and she wore that top knowing I'd steal a glance or two. I tapped her on the shoulder. The luckiest piece of popcorn in the world managed to escape your hunger. I said, pointing down. She tucked her chin to her chest and spotted it. Waskly Wobbit, she said, plucking the piece from her chest and holding it up to my lips. This girl, I tell you. I opened my mouth and ate it. This may sound crazy, but it actually tasted better than regular popcorn. No lie, I'm counting on you to help me with that. Little jerks try to hide from me all the time. She said, you can count on me, I said, giving her a playful salute before we turned our attention back to the movie. It opened with a studly man and woman having sex in an airplane bathroom. They were both topless, and the woman's bountiful bosom bounced with the off-camera hip thrusting. Those are totally fake, Aubrey whispered. They moved and jiggled well enough to fool me, but I trusted her judgment. It's not like a woman like her would get breast envy. The couple was about to climax when the bathroom door flew open and a man with a gun leered at them. Time to die, Xander Shield, the man said with a thick, Eastern European accent. Xander picked up his muse by the butt and rushed backwards to slam into the thug behind him. The thug's gun fell to the cabin floor. Xander's woman held on for dear life, still somehow bouncing on his manhood while the action hero kicked the gun down the aisle and smashed his bear but into the would-be assailant. This sent all three of them staggering toward the emergency door. Xander swiveled, holding his buxom partner in the air as he donkey kicked his attacker toward the door. 
Xander snatched up a conveniently placed parachute and opened the emergency door, sucking the assailant, himself, and his sexy lady out of the plane and into freefall. As all three plummeted to the ground, Xander somehow kept his hip motion going and the woman in his arms shrieked with a mix of terror and pleasure. The assailant put his arms and legs together to dive through the air, preparing for what would be a tumultuous mid-air battle, true to form for the crass and curious series. The fallen gun tumbled through the air with them and Xander plucked it just in time to shoot the assailant before the mid-air fistfight could even begin. Xander kept humping his woman even as he deployed his parachute and gracefully landed on a cruise ship below them. The woman in his arms had several orgasms on the way down, and a final one as they landed safely on the deck of the ship. Talk about joining the Mile High Club, Xander said into the camera. Both the audience on screen and in the theater erupted into laughter and the movie's title card exploded onto the screen. I already love this more than anything in the world, Aubrey said as she scrunched her popcorn. I looked over at her and smiled, then noticed a couple kernels in her cleavage again. You've got a couple more waskly wobbits. I whispered. Well, take care of them, she said, never taking her eyes off the screen. I smiled and shook my head. I reached over and plucked the kernels from her chest and ate them. Again, for some reason they tasted better than the regular popcorn. The movie continued with as many outrageous and sexy action scenes as it opened with. Every few minutes I'd dig a piece of popcorn from Aubrey's cleavage, and she never once seemed bothered by it. She didn't even look away from the screen. It was as if I were only brushing popcorn off her knee or something equally innocent. Each time my fingertips touched her warm skin, I grew a little more erect. It didn't help that the movie was highly sexual and had plenty of eye candy for everyone. Eventually my cock strained against my pants and I had to adjust. That wasn't going to stop me from enjoying her fallen popcorn, though. I glanced over and sure enough another kernel had made its way between her breasts. I reached over and got a curt slap for my efforts. I am sorry, I thought that. No more hands, she said. Understood. Again, I'm sorry. I put my hands in my lap and watched the movie. Out of the corner of my eye I saw her staring at me, so I looked. She nodded down to her chest, where a few extra kernels had fallen. She nodded again, as if asking me to get them. I thought you said. I said no hands. I didn't say anything about your mouth, she said. My boner practically ripped through my pants. I looked around the theater, which was silly because we were at the far back and there were maybe five other people in front of us. I leaned forward, lowering my face into her cleavage to grab the popcorn with my lips and eat it. She gave me a satisfactory nod and went back to watching the movie. Aubrey was full of surprises. Everything she did teased me in a different way. I loved it. My heart pounded in my chest, mostly because I was horny as all hell, but also because I was so madly attracted to her. I reached into the bucket of popcorn and met her hand, which gave my stomach a flutter. I waited for her to take her handful of popcorn before getting my own. As she brought hers up to her mouth, she dropped it, intentionally, onto her chest. Oops, she whispered, still staring at the screen. I felt a vein in my temple throbbing at the same speed as the thumping in my cock. I leaned forward, rubbing the tip of my nose along her breasts as I stuck my tongue out and picked up the pieces of popcorn. Once I had sufficiently cleaned her up, I gave her plump cleavage a playful lick, then leaned back into my lazy boy. She deliberately dropped another handful of popcorn onto her chest. Good God, I wasn't sure how much more I could take. I bent over again and used my mouth to snatch up the popcorn, even getting bold enough to reach over and cup her far breast. Giving it a firm squeeze as I rubbed my cheek into her cleavage, I felt her hand slide across my thigh into the tightly pitched tent in my lap. 
In the flicker of the movie screen I saw her grin big, but otherwise didn't pull her attention away from the screen. She grabbed the large soda between us and moved it to the cup holder on her side, then lifted the cup holder that separated our chairs. She placed our popcorn bucket into her seat and crawled into my lap, straddling my hips while still facing the screen. Of course, this meant I couldn't see much with her sitting in front of me like that, but I didn't mind. She lowered herself onto my erection and started to gently grind, lifting her skirt to give her hips more room. Even through my pants, it felt amazing. I placed my hands on her hips and rubbed them as she worked herself on top of me, though I was staring at her back. The screen was large enough that I could make out some of the action. Plus, the sound told a pretty detailed story by itself. Xander was relaxing in a hot tub with his buxom beauty and another couple. It's been heavily implied that the other couple are spies, or possibly assassins, and that they could pose a threat to Xander and his mission. What, exactly, that mission was almost an hour into the movie was still a mystery. But he most definitely had a mission. The other couple in the hot tub made witty banter with our hero most of which I ignored because of my own buxom beauty grinding her pelvis into my erection. Right as Xander was about to retire for the evening, the other couple asks if he and his partner swing. Of course they knew Xander Shield's only weakness. He can never turn down a good time. Heedless of the danger, Xander convinces his lady that it would be the experience of a lifetime and the four of them decide to step up the excitement by getting dirty right in the hot tub, even with people around. Aubrey stared intently at the screen, never even looking back at me to make sure I hadn't died of horniness. By now I had become brave and horny enough to slip my hand underneath her skirt so I could feel her warm skin and clutch her thighs with more vigor. My fingers brushed across a tiny piece of fabric. After some exploration, I deduced she was wearing a G-string thong, which meant I had unfettered access to her firm booty. If she had any objection to my exploratory groping, she didn't show it. Her attention was completely directed at the movie screen, even if her hips had begun to grind more aggressively. Xander undid the female spy's bikini top and took her into his lap while the male spy did the same to Xander's lady. I hadn't actually been keeping track of how many boobs we had seen over the course of the film. But if I had been keeping track I would have lost count by now. I felt Aubrey's grip tighten on my thighs. She was using them for support as she dry humped me reverse cowgirl style. I grabbed a handful of her booty and pushed my hips up into her. I was positive I'd have some sort of friction burns by the end of all this, and I was completely fine with that. Thankfully, the amount of precum I had leaked into my own pants gave me just enough lubrication to not be in severe pain. My cock ached. I throbbed hard and felt sore. I was ready to burst and each motion of Aubrey's hips brought me more pain and pleasure in equal parts. There was no world in which I'd stop her, though. As the on-screen couple started to have sex, with the hot tub's bubbles acting as a convenient veil to anything pornographic. Aubrey's pace quickened. I dug my fingers into her hips as she rocked her pelvis against me, fast enough that the friction was actually starting to generate more heat than was already there. My breath came in shallow gasps, both because I was impossibly turned on and because I was trying to stay quiet. Aubrey stared forward, grinding on me like I had just dropped a stack of hundreds in a champagne room. The movie changed pace as the male spy leapt into action shoving Xander's partner off of him and lunging for Xander's neck. With the female spy still on top of him, Xander could not avoid this new assailant. The man wrapped his fingers around Xander's throat and pushed him into the water. Much to the shock and surprise of the two topless women with them, a fight ensued. Both men struggled for dominance, splashing about in the bubbling hot tub. Every once in a while you'd see their oversized dicks come out of the water, 
which was probably the filmmaker's way of appeasing the ladies. Aubrey's hip motions grew more and more frantic, mimicking the tension in the scene in front of her. Xander wrestled his way above water and turned the fight around, submerging his opponent while people shrieked and watched on. Aubrey's legs tensed up and began to shake. I watched her back arch and felt her nails dig into my thighs. One of her hands left my legs and covered her mouth while her hips continued to mercilessly rub my package. As the man on screen, Xander's would-be assassin. Drowned in the hot tub, Aubrey's shakes and shudders ceased. Her body relaxed, but her hips kept rubbing at a gentle pace. She removed her hand from her mouth, and I saw her back swell as she took a deep breath. Then exhale. I was pretty sure she'd given herself an orgasm. Or maybe a seizure, I couldn't tell because I was staring at her back. The wetness in my lap was a solid clue, though. Xander released his hold on the would-be assassin and looked at the two topless women next to him. Shall we take this to my cabin? He asked, and the five other people in the audience laughed. Aubrey Saturday atop me, catching her breath for a moment. I was still horny, obviously, but it was a whole lot different to go from dry humping in public too. What humping? Sex. Maybe if I'm lucky, she'll give me a blowjob. I thought as Xander ushered the two beautiful women on screen to his cabin. What happened next was a bit of a blur. In my horny, lust-drunk state, I vaguely gathered that the female spy was investigating the male one for various crimes that Xander was also investigating. In short, the female spy was on Xander's side. With the enemy spy dead, they thought their problems were over. But they were wrong. This all happened over cognac and cigars in his cabin. But it was all background noise to me. Once Aubrey had caught her breath, she reached back and undid my belt. The clanging of my buckle sounded like a tornado siren to me. I was terrified we'd get caught. She undid my belt and reached into my pants, grabbing my painfully hard erection and encouraging me to make room for it. I wiggled my pants down to expose my diamond hard cock and I won't lie. The first thing I noticed was that the air-conditioned air of the theater felt amazing after such a vigorous grinding. With my cock in her hand, I felt her lining things up between us and I knew exactly what was about to happen. My cock head found the dampness of her thong, but was ultimately impeded by it. I lifted her skirt and reached under to pull the thong to the side and make room for me. As soon as I shifted her panties to the side, I slipped inside her and couldn't help but moan. Someone in the audience scolded. I was sure they would turn around and look at us, but they didn't. Aubrey pushed her hips back and buried my cock inside her until she couldn't push back anymore. I saw a wave of shivers shoot up her body. She tensed up and held me there. Words can't describe how good it felt to enter her when I was that worked up. I held tight onto her hips and waited for her to relax. Slowly, carefully, she started to grind in my lap again. Her body would quiver gently as she hit certain angles, like she was being hit with surprise bursts of pleasure after her orgasm. I assumed she was more sensitive now, like I am after I finish. The fact that I was so violently hard probably felt great to her too. While the characters on screen were busy trying to figure out whatever it is they were trying to figure out, I had completely lost track of the story by this point, I was busy doing my best to last as long as I could. I was ready to explode. She knew that. She felt my erection before she even hopped into my lap. And because she knew that, I felt like she was going slower, taking it easy on me to let the sensations last. I suppose she could have been going slow to keep us quiet but the amount of teasing up to that point is no doubt part of her plan. She was building me up, easing me into my orgasm instead of furiously working it out of me. Or maybe she was just as sensitive after her orgasm. Any faster and she would have made noise and blew our cover. 
In any case, I massaged that round booty and let her hips gyrate on top of me, burying me to the hilt inside her every time. I even flexed my butt and pushed myself into her when she slowed down too much. It was becoming almost too much to handle. I wasn't sure how much longer I'd be able to take her teasing before I simply had to unload. To make matters worse, the movie was coming to an obvious conclusion. I had no idea what that conclusion was. But I could tell things were winding down. If I didn't come soon, I would have to wait till later. And I was ready to die before I let that happen. I held in pleasured moans as I felt her tight. Wet lips gripped my hard shaft, moving up and down at a snail's pace that was as euphoric as it was tortuous. I ran my fingers along her skin and kept pushing my hips up to get inside her as deep as I could. I was truly impressed that she stayed focused on the movie the whole time. I would have to ask her what the hell happened when we left. My throat felt dry and my heart beat so fast I was becoming genuinely concerned for my health. As much as I enjoyed the teasing, I had to speed things along. My left hand gripped her hip and my right hand slid out from under her skirt and up to her ribs. My fingertips brushed the bottom of her breast. But I couldn't quite reach at this angle. It would have to do. I planted my feet on the extended leg rest of the lazy boy and pumped my hips up into Aubrey's curvy. Perfect little body. Her hand shot up to cover her mouth again. Hold on tight, buttercup, this is gonna be a bumpy ride. Xander said as if he were watching us and not the other way around. My hips thrust up, pumping my cock deep inside her, and causing a soft slapping noise as our hips met over and over. Once I started my thrusting, she stopped her grinding and held on, letting me work her tight vagina as I saw fit. My fingers reached for more of her breast, but it was no use. Bent over my legs, facing the screen, I couldn't get a grip on them no matter how hard I tried. I kept thrusting my hips though, hard enough that the lazy boy squeaked. Our disgruntled friend said again. Aubrey held her ground, keeping quiet even though I saw her squirming in pleasure on top of me. Based on what I was hearing, the credits would roll any minute now. Some people had the courtesy to watch them, but most didn't. Once they started, everyone in the theater would turn around and see me plowing my new girlfriend. If I could call her that. We were still pretty new, it was tough to tell. I felt my balls tingle. I knew I was close. I also felt my thighs beginning to cramp, which would put a quick and terrible end to my chances of getting an orgasm. I reached up again, eager to get a handful of her triple Ds, and still unable. I wanted them so bad, I grew frustrated. I sat her day up, cupping her heavy handful of a breast and pulled her back onto me. I had to lift my hips high enough to let her get her feet out from under us. But once she did, she fell back onto my chest, knees in the air and with my cock still penetrating her from underneath. More importantly, it gave me the angle I needed to knead her breasts without interruption. And I took every opportunity to do it. With her back on my chest, I thrust my hips up into her, squeezing her chest like my life depended on it. That was really all I needed to be put over the edge. The tingle in my balls rose, and soon I was pumping fresh, hot sperm inside her. My cock bucked and throbbed, shooting thick loads as deep as I could get them. I grunted loud. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw someone turn back to look at us. It didn't stop me. I kept pumping my hips, lustfully filling her with my cum until I was too physically exhausted to keep going. My hips collapsed onto the lazy boy, and she rested on my chest with me still inside her for a moment. Luckily, her skirt covered anything important. We had at least some plausible deniability. Maybe we could convince them we fell asleep and I had a bad dream or something. Or maybe we'd get arrested for indecent exposure. I didn't really care. My balls were empty, and at that moment that was all that mattered to me. She climbed off of me and sat her day back in her chair, 
adjusted her thong to trap the sperm leaking out of her, and grabbed our bucket of popcorn as the credits rolled. I pulled my pants back up and caught my breath. Oh, Chuck Lancaster was the grip. That's fascinating, she said, as if nothing happened. I laughed. If she wanted to play it that way, then I'd oblige. I had algebra with that guy. He's pretty cool. You don't say, she asked, exaggerating her enthusiasm while trying to keep a straight face. We made up stories about several other crew members as the credits finished, then made a hasty exit from the theater. The inside of my pants were uncomfortably wet, but hers were probably ten times worse, so I didn't complain. Though we both played it off as nothing in the theater, I couldn't stop thinking about what happened. I couldn't tell if she was a nymphomaniac or if I brought out some kind of animal in her. This was supposed to be a normal date. I said while I walked with her back to campus. What wasn't normal about it? She asked, still playing coy. Hey, I'm not complaining at all. I just, I thought of the right words to say. I like you. I don't want you to think poorly of me. What would make me think poorly of you? I don't know, never mind. I felt stupid for saying anything. She had initiated pretty much all our sexual interactions so far. It wasn't me being a jerk. I like you too, Ikno. In case that wasn't obvious, she said. For once there was a sincerity to her voice. It was almost vulnerable. So, uh, did you have a good time? It was okay, she said, holding back a smile. Then it shouldn't be hard for me to get another date sometime soon. She smiled at me and thought about it for a second, leaving me in agonizing silence. By my count, this is our third date, she said. So does that mean we're, like, dating? I suppose it does. Which would make us? I left the end off intentionally. I didn't want to spook her if she didn't want to be labeled my girlfriend. I've scared girls away with that before. Come buddies, she asked. Sounds good to me, I said, already planning our next date. That was one long but sweet erotic ride for all of us. Show some love to Vivica Snow. You can find her at Sexy Stories. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to listen to our episodes coming every two days. You can subscribe to this podcast to get alerted and not miss any of your friends' erotic stories.